Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Christina of QuitBleepingAround.com, and we are going to quit bleeping around right now and get right into it. Christina, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. We are glad to have you. Tell us, what is Quit Bleeping Around? You know, it is a mindset, essentially. It's quit bleeping around and get out of your own way. Because when we are trying to accomplish things in life, I would say 80% of the time, we're in our own way. And it's internal work that we need to do. So that essentially is us telling ourselves to get the heck out of the way and move forward with whatever we want to achieve in life. Awesome. And uh, what, um, tell, how did quit bleeping around come about? So interestingly, I call it the trifecta of my life where I was sitting in a hospital bed two in the morning, uh, 33 years old, no, 32 years old, sorry. And I had recently lost my father, was going through a divorce and had a bad boss. And I had allowed myself, I know, I know, I had allowed myself to get so stressed out that they thought I was having a stroke. Thankfully, I was not. However, that was a huge learning moment in my life that it was time to quit bleeping around, choose how I wanted to experience life and make some changes. And I did. I changed my attitude. I changed the way I saw things in life. I saw adversity as a gift you know, rather than a, why is this happening to me thing? And it was essentially about helping other people go through stuff like that um, in a more healthy manner and really go after their dreams, achieve what they wanted. I was in a place where I needed to move out of that situation. And it's what actually got me here today being, I just, I love my life, author, speaker, podcast host, um, So that essentially is how the brand was born. I was telling myself to quit bleeping around, but of course I didn't use that language. (laughs) Understand. All right. So you are an author. Talk about, talk, tell us about that. Uh, So I have uh, the the first book. I'm I'm actually working on two more books right now, but the first book was 77 secrets to super achieving. It's, It's 77 different ways people can essentially get out of their own way and step up their achievement habits. That also has a companion workbook, a planner, a journal. And then I came out with another book, five areas of focus for super achieving that help individuals work through uh, the five key areas, mindset, resilience, connection with others, self-care and self-development. And there's a whole spinoff of products related to those as well. That is awesome. So how did that book come about? And then uh, how did you get it out to the marketplace? So that book got, uh, came about um, 
that was, I started writing it when I was looking at leaving the FBI because I thought it, it's time. Oh, talk about that. Okay. When, when did you work at the FBI and <laughs> what did you do for them? And how did that, let's go back in time. <laughs> let's go back in time. Right. So um, I actually spent the majority of my professional career in law enforcement, five years with a local police department as a crime analyst, and then 10 years with the FBI. Um, I had kids young. So I was looking for one, a position that I loved, which I did crime analysis and two security, right? So, so what, what is crime been, analysis? I was, so, I mean, all we know is we uh, watch like CSI on TV. What does that mean for you? <laughs> well, do you want me to ruin CSI for you? Or yes, I do. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so I started out as a general crime analyst and then I moved into with the FBI violent crime, the violent criminal apprehension program. So um, general crime analysis is essentially, it's a lot of uh, data. I, you know, I would say the closest TV show that's ever come to it is Numbers. Do you remember that one? I did not, I did not watch it. You didn't watch it? Yeah. So uh, that is a lot of statistics. So crime statistics, uh, geographical analysis, time analysis on when crimes are occurring. So you can put like directed patrol in a certain area during certain times. But when I moved up to violent crime analysis, which was the bread and butter of crime analysis, I consider, um, it was tracking or helping local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies with their serial homicides, sexual assaults, as well as their missing persons and unidentified human remains cases. So what that would involve, let's say, one police department submitted a case and there were certain behaviors that were committed in that crime. As the crime analyst, what I would do is search off those behaviors and have other cases pop up throughout the United States. Then I would pull those cases together, compare, you know, what were similarities, get those agencies talking, give them as much information as I can on possible suspects, and then hopefully they can arrest a person, which in multiple, multiple times they, they, they did. They were able to actually arrest serial murderers that is awesome that was so a fun job you that helped put awesome. bad guys yeah. away and, yeah. and i would bet you that pattern occurs. analysis and data <laughs> analysis and data mining i mean that could kind of come into play in business and marketing right oh huge i mean it's the same skill set just used for different purposes uh, i and also the topics that i do so i like to think i focused the first part of my career on uh, people behaving badly. <laughs> and now the second part of my career is on helping people behave better. <laughs> that is awesome. In a more healthy so, manner. Business and marketing, data miners, data analysis, the folks who are listening, you could solve crimes. You could be the Sherlock Holmes <laughs> in your business. If you can track down the clients, if you can find the money, you can find the bad That's guy. It. Um, so probably a little bit more stressful, given that life and death were possibly at stake. And you then had the trifecta, which inspired your new life. So yes. we talked a little bit about your authorship. Uh, talk about a little bit. Um, you talk about that. You talk, mentioned the speaking side of your business. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, and so if, if you don't mind, I'll go into a little bit more than that. Um, sure. Go ahead. Speaking of marketing and stuff, right? So the, my mantra is repurpose, 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 right? So from that book, I was able to develop uh, about a year's worth of blogs, an online course, multiple speaking topics. Um, gosh, what else? A podcast series. 
uh, uh, you know, other books. So from there, and then also, I mean, anything I develop goes into a chapter in a book, a podcast, a video for YouTube, um, a blog, a speaking engagement. So talk about utilizing your resources. Uh, yes, that and you are one. repurposing yep. content, which is something we preach here at Mark on Sharkpreneur. Yep, repurpose, 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 right? So essentially, those uh, from the book, I came up with the five areas of focus for super achieving, the five general areas that the 77 tips fit into, and those became a keynote speech. And yeah, so I've been able to go around and give that. Um, and then, of course, it turned into an online course and a guidebook. And there's that, plenty of other plans for that. <laughs> that is awesome. So what are the type of organizations or groups that you're speaking in front of? Interestingly, a lot of it has recently been the retail industry. So grocery stores, uh, pharmaceutical companies, um, even the academic world. And of course, I've done some uh, government uh, speeches as well. How are people finding you to have you come speak? So a lot of it is by word of mouth. Believe it or not, I have not had to do a lot. Well, actually, I think of my speaking uh, and the book as marketing tools. So I, I, my goal is to be content marketer, essentially. So they're finding me through my blogs, through my podcasts. I'm not having to reach out and do a lot of, uh, quote unquote, traditional, um, the cold calling that you hear about when you first start your business, all of that good stuff. So it's mainly through the content that I put out that they come to me. That is awesome. Congratulations. So that's author, that's speaker. Yeah. Talk about your podcast. Uh, Quit Bleeping Around podcast. It's where I interview super achievers, eh, much like yourself, and, and, <laughs> and then uh, get the tools and tips that they use to be able to do everything that they do so that the listeners can just add more to their toolbox on habits you know, that they can get into to help them achieve more uh, strategies. And then, of course, I'm just fascinated with people, you know, like yourself. I like to just ask them as many questions as I can, learn as much as I can from them, which is one of the Super Achiever tips at, at, um, actually is listening and learning from every moment of your day, every interaction. I would agree with all of that. That is awesome. How long have you been doing the podcasting for? Only a year. Only that's awesome. It. All right, so you've been doing it for a year. I know. What are who are some <laughs> of the who have been some of your favorite guests? Oh gosh, that is hard. Um, because I've met so many people. I release uh, one interview a week. Uh, most recently, one of them was a professional tennis player, and she's now opened up a concierge gym service. I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, a lot of coaches. A lot of and I try to do. Um, everyday folks as much as I can so that people can see that super achieving is from all walks of life. It doesn't matter if you've made it to the big time or if you are, you know, a, a school teacher, you're making some sort of impact on the world where you're at. And we all have different tools and strategies we do for doing that. So I, I would say the most recent one would be the professional tennis player because I uh, was almost went that route as a kid. Um, and she's pretty impressive. That is pretty cool. Who is an ideal client of yours? 
Wow. So I have different streams, right? So for the personal side, the products and stuff are for the individual. Um, so essentially that person would be someone who is willing and ready to make changes in their life and to admit that they are completely responsible for how they experience their own lives. The ideal client, uh, like for a speaking engagement, would be an organization that wants to help grow their individuals both professionally and personally. The speeches that I give, whatever the topic it is, it will help them personally as well, the individuals. So, yeah, I would say the ideal client is someone who's willing to and ready to make a change in their lives. And they're willing to invest in doing that. Self-development. That is awesome. All right. Um, what, uh, you've got an incredible story. And you're doing amazing <laughs> work with interesting, fascinating people. Um, what else do you want to share? What else do you want us to know that I didn't think to ask you? Oh, that is a good question. Something I got to think about. As I say, feel free to use it on your own show. <laughs> there you go. That could be another topic for my show, right? Um, Absolutely. No, I just, uh, I like the idea that uh, the way that we look at our lives, especially those lives, have you noticed that people who have adversity in their lives, it either makes them or breaks them? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the way that we look at our lives, the way that we look at the world completely determines how we experience it. And so my goal is to get that out there to everyone that you choose the stories that you get to make up about everything. And that's what essentially quit bleeping around is it's quit screwing around and decide that you're going to do what you want in this life and nothing's going to get in your way and do it. Take responsibility. Awesome. Awesome. Great advice. Fascinating yeah. interview for our listeners who want to are resonating with what you're saying and want to learn more. Uh, we send them to quitbleepingaround.com. Is that correct? Yes, please. Okay. All right, everybody go check it out. Quitbleepingaround.com. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This show has been produced by Market Domination LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.